sleep is really, really important because not sleeping enough can really affect your mood. It can affect how resilient you are. It can affect your productivity levels. And it also can affect your relationships. Welcome to Barely Naked. I'm your host, Christina Beischel, and together we will explore topics such as mental and physical health, healing, and well-being. We'll meet inspiring individuals and hear their stories. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Barely Naked. I am very excited. This is my second solo episode now, and you all seem to really enjoy the last one about creating routines and minimizing stress. And one of the things I was talking about in that episode was sleep. And I know that sleep is one of those things that a lot of people struggle with. I know this from my one-on-one coachings because it's a topic that comes up a lot and that I talk to a lot of people about. Sleep is really, really important because not sleeping enough can really affect your mood. It can affect how resilient you are. It can affect your productivity levels. And it also can affect your relationships. So sleep is something that people overlook a lot and try to push through with without having proper sleep. But you will feel a lot healthier and happier if you start managing your sleep and your sleep schedules. So I thought I will dedicate today's episode to sleep. My solo episodes are always a bit shorter than my interviews, simply because I want these to be a little hit of inspiration, something you can listen to on your way to work or with your morning tea during your lunch break. They're really just meant to give you a bit of inspiration, give you a few tips and tricks, something to think about and help you during your day. So let me start by saying sleep is a very personal topic. There's a lot of factors that can influence your sleep and how you're sleeping. Some of them include your worries and things that are going on internal. So if you're someone who has a lot going on in their life, if you're struggling with relationships or if you're struggling at work and if you're really worried or if you're a big overthinker, this is going to affect your sleep because you're going to take those worries to bed with you and those racing thoughts will keep you awake at night. So one of the things I encourage you is to think about what is going on internally and deal with the stresses you have during the day so they don't affect you at night. One of the things you can do to help with this is write them down. I always encourage people to do this because it's it's quite a visual exercise because once you know what is affecting you and you write it on a piece of paper, you can then also analyze for yourself whether it is a real worry, so meaning that this is something that is actually factual and that is actually happening, or if it's something that your anxiety or anxious thoughts make you feel like it's bigger than it is. So sometimes it's it's good to remind yourself that thoughts aren't facts. Taking that meta perspective and, and just looking at it from trying to be an outsider and, and looking if, if this is just something that's going on in your mind or if it's something that is real. And I'm not saying that if it's just something that's going on and, and you have told yourself and it's not actually a fact that it's less painful, it is still painful, but it might help you 
just to kind of take a step away from it and and get a bit more perspective and maybe even find a solution in a more easier, calmer way. So worries is one thing or are one thing that affects sleep or can affect sleep. The other thing is control. So if you're someone who loves to be in control, who's a bit of a control freak and has a hard time letting go, then this may be something that also affects you going to sleep. Because when we're trying to go to sleep, we have to let go and give into that process of you know, calming down and, and falling asleep. And if if you can't do that during the day, if you're really someone who's always in control or needs to be in control to feel safe, then that is something you should be looking at as well because this will be affecting your sleep. And this can go quite deep. So you might want to find a professional you can talk to about this. So let me go and move into the tips and tricks for you to sleep better and the things that you can do. Sleep is a very broad topic. Again, it is very personal. So I have all these tips and tricks and things for you to think about. Pick, take from them what you need, what resonates with you and just try them out. It's trial and error. Don't give up. Just try it out. See how you go. And maybe in a couple of weeks, you'll be reporting to me and telling me that you're sleeping a lot better. And if not, also feel free to reach out and we can discuss other things that you could be doing. So start off by looking at your sleep environment. By that, I mean your bedroom and your bed. Think about things that you can do to make it cozier and more comfortable for you to go to sleep. Things that can affect this is the temperature of the room, the darkness of the room, the noises that are going on. You really want something that's dark and quiet. So maybe you want to install some blinds or you want to install some curtains. Maybe it is too dark and you want to do something else. You can also get a sleep mask to help you go to sleep. In terms of temperature, think about what you like. I'm, for example, someone who's always cold, so I like it quite warm and cozy. But a lot of people do like going to sleep in more of a a fresh, crisp, um, colder colder environment. So maybe opening a window before you go to sleep or just turning down the radiator. Those might be things that can help you go to sleep and um, affect your environment. The other thing you can do is more of an aromatherapy approach and it is sleep sprays. So there are a lot of sleep sprays out there that just create a bit more relaxation and can help you go to sleep. One of them is a chamomile spray, but you can get different types of sleep sprays that you just kind of spray on your pillow and then can help you create that cozy environment you need to go to sleep. You can get these in the pharmacy on Amazon. Um, if you just Google them, there's tons of ones out there, different scents. So just whatever feels good for you. The next thing I want to talk to you about is one of my favorite topics, sleep routines. Um, I always talk about routines and sleep is no different to any other thing that you want to get in a habit of improving. Setting your sleep routine and looking at your sleep hygiene and really like look, look at what time you have to get up in the morning and then think about how much time you sleep or you need to sleep. We're all different. So there's people who need seven or eight hours of sleep. There's other people who need 10 hours of sleep. There's people who need six hours of sleep. If you don't know in which category you fall, get yourself a sleep app, track your sleep and work out how much sleep you need to really feel refreshed. It really helps to get to know yourself better with all these things and like work out what works for you. So if you're someone who needs to get up at 6 a.m. in the morning, but you need eight hours of sleep, 
you know when you have to go to bed, you know how long it takes you to fall asleep, and then start implementing this. Go to sleep at the same amount of time every day and get up the same amount of time every day and try and do this on the weekends as well because if one day you go to bed at 10 and the next day you go to bed at 1 a.m and then the next day you go to bed at 9 and then at midnight you're really messing up your body clock so really think about these sleep routines these sleep bedtimes for yourself and and get in a habit one thing I really don't want you to do before going to sleep, and I tell all my clients this as well, is screen time. Limit your screen time before going to bed. Looking at bright screens can really harm the melatonin production that you need to go to sleep. So really don't look at your screens maybe an hour or two before going to sleep. And replace screen time with other things. So if you like to be a bit productive before going to sleep, maybe reading, listening to a podcast are things that you can do that will also calm you down. But, you know, there's no screen. And by screen, I also mean TV, TV, phones, tablets, the whole, the whole things. Other things that you can do that are really calming and soothing are taking baths or meditating. Maybe you're into meditating you know I am, then maybe going before bed is where you need to put that routine block in. So if you've listened to the episode I did on creating routines, meditation is also something that I mentioned. Maybe go back and listen to that one as well, because maybe you can work out how to make or optimize your sleep routine by listening to how to really create a good routine for yourself during the day. So meditation is really great. There's different sleep meditations you can do. I always talk about different apps that I like, Headspace being one of them, or Inside Timer being another. I have found a really good sleep meditation called, uh, it's a yoga nidra meditation, which is a body scan exercise that I love doing. And it puts me to sleep usually within 10 minutes of listening to it. I think the whole exercise goes for 30 minutes and after 10, I'm like out. Having said that, that only works if I'm not going to bed with filled with worries and, and things like that. So try out meditation. It's it's worth giving it a go. And then my next point is look at your food. So um, whatever you eat before going to bed can also affect your sleep. So what you shouldn't do is A, go to sleep hungry or go to sleep being super full from a heavy meal. Then other things is also alcohol. Try and avoid, avoid alcohol and nicotine. Um, this can disrupt your sleep. Things that are quite good that you can do that can help you fall asleep and relax are sleep teas. There's a lot of herbal teas that you can you can drink that can help you calm down. Chamomile tea, for example, is a really good one. And then there's also melatonin supplements. Now with these ones though, I want you to be a bit careful. Some countries you actually have to get a prescription for them. I know here you can get some melatonin tea at the pharmacy and the drugstore. Um, they're very low in melatonin. They don't taste very good, but they do do the trick. So I can recommend those, but really with any kind of supplements and, and those sort of things, go see a doctor, see what works best for you. Another thing I would suggest you avoid is long naps during the day. I know power naps can be quite helpful sometimes to just give you that little hit and make you feel more refreshed. But if you're someone who's prone to just fall asleep and be out like a light, I know I am, then I would suggest to not nap during the day. And if you do nap, no longer than 20 minutes. Because obviously, if you sleep during the day, you're going to struggle falling asleep at night. 
often these things that I say, they're not rocket science, but sometimes pointing them out again can kind of help and make you think about things. Next point, exercise. Again, something I mentioned in the other episode, exercise is really important. Exercise is really important for stress management, but exercise can also help you sleep better because obviously you're using your energy during the day, which then also means you have less energy at night and you can go to sleep faster. Now, Experts say don't exercise an hour or two before going to bed. So I would just recommend doing it before you have dinner. If you are someone who likes exercising in the evening, just because you really don't want it to get in the way of a good night's sleep. The next thing that is so important, don't stress over falling asleep while you're trying to fall asleep. You know those thoughts, we all have them. It's like you start doing the math. It's like, if I fall asleep now, I have five hours left. If I fall asleep now, I've got four and a half hours left. If I sleep, fall asleep now, and it, it just keeps going and you just create the stress for you to like go to sleep and, and, and make it happen. And when that happens, when you've been lying there for like, say half an hour and it's not happening, then do something else. Maybe get up and... um read a book or do one of those things that you've done before sleep that don't involve you any screen time. I think that's really, really important because if you're stressed, you will start connecting your bed with the stress of not being able to sleep. And we want to avoid that. You want your bed really to be this inviting, calming thing that you look forward to going to at night. So if you're feeling stressed about falling asleep, do something else, do do something that makes you feel good. One little tip and trick I also have for you is, this is something I do, is get yourself a light alarm or wake up light. I have a light alarm uh, just because I used my phone for a very long time as an alarm clock and the noise it made in the morning really just startled me and I started to really hate it when anyone else had it as a reminder or something. So I got myself a light alarm which simulates the sun rising so you wake up with light and also then you can set your alarm to be birds chirping or something like that and it's all all waves and it's a lot more natural for your body and you don't already like wake up being stressed and in shock because it's a micro stressor that's just gonna you're just gonna take that into the day so if you can get yourself one of those, they're really, really good and they're really helpful. And then try, and this is difficult if you have a studio apartment or if you're a student who shares the living room, but try not to use your room or your bed for things it is not intended for. By that, I mean, don't work in your bed, don't um, study in your bed, don't eat in your bed. Even if you're living in a very small space, maybe try and create a cozy, comfortable corner with cushions where you can, you know, do some work, do do your studying or have a desk in there if you have the space. But try not to do it in your bed because you really don't want to be connecting your bed with things that have nothing to do with sleep. Your bed needs to be that place that you go to to rest and relax and recover for the next day. And my final point really is if you're someone who regularly struggles with sleep go and see a professional sleep is so important and it is something that will affect your mood and it is something that will affect your overall health it affects your immune system it affects everything so if you do struggle with 
with sleep, go see a doctor or see a psychologist, a therapist, but do go see someone, talk about it, find out what is disrupting your sleep and really work towards making it better for you because it is such an important thing. I don't know. I can't really emphasize that more how important sleep is. So that was my little session for you on sleep. I hope you got something out of it. If you have any feedback or any other topics you would like me to talk about, always feel free to reach out. Always feel free to send me a direct message, an email, whatever it is. I'm also really excited for next week's episode where my friend and fellow burnout coach Carlo will join me and we will talk about similar things, healthy routines, goal setting, stress management, preventing burnout. And we will also discuss an exciting new project which we have teamed up on since recording the episode, which is the Academy. The Academy is a platform and community for professionals to come together, share experiences, help each other on our journey and really help each other grow and create that growth mindset and minimize stress. So if you're interested in that, I hope you tune in next week. And until then, I hope you have a good sleep and create healthy, happy routines for yourself. Did you enjoy this episode? Then feel free to share, like, follow, subscribe, just hit all of the buttons. For more info on today's topic, check out the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram at Christina underscore Simone or LinkedIn, Christina Beischel. I'll be back with a new episode next week. See you then. Stress-free routine for yourself.